Hey guys, welcome back to another video. And for this one is for my military people, for the guys you're about to get out of the military, or if maybe you just already got out. This is uh, three ways or three three crucial preparations for a smooth transition. As you guys know, I wrote a book called The Excommunicated Warrior. That's Mario's probably put somewhere on this this. It's uh, right there, right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I wrote a book on me leaving leaving my special operations career uh, after 12 years in the military and my story as I exited the military and how I kind of found myself back to a successful plane and uh, the seven stages of transition that I had to go through to, to get there. And the reality is, if you fly by the seat of your pants, you're going to go through the seven stages of transition. But the reality, you don't have to go through them. You can skip a few. You can skip the bad ones. If you do it right, and if you and you invest in yourself in the right way, and I wish I would have too, but I, I might, might have not been able to write that book if I did, so can't really change much. Um, anyways, so the three things that if I could sum these things up, the three crucial things that I would like to tell a young veteran entering into the civilian world what he wants to do is the first thing is planning, financial planning and, and stability. Because obviously you've gotten used to the system, um, the welfare system, if you will, because you know taxpayers have been paying your salary forever, and you don't have to worry about where your next paycheck is coming from. You know how raises happen. You get promoted, you get a raise. Um, you get a time and grade, you get a raise. Um, you go do some special mission stuff or, and get some special duty pay, you get a raise. It's very clear cut, right? Your how typically your housing is paid for. Your medical is taken care of. Your family stuff is taken care of. So um, you're good. And if you're in as long as I, I was, you kind of get used to even less. You get used to that. And you realize that, oh, wow, taxes are a thing. Um, you know, uh, health care is the thing. And um, I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it's a little bit more complicated on the outside. And... So the first thing is understanding what you need to thrive. And I don't want to say survive, but thrive. So it kind of goes into what does your life look like? And then what do you need to earn to, to make that life happen? Okay. And the whole keeping up with the Joneses thing is not what I'm advocating for at all. Matter of fact, I would go and say, Sit down with your, if you have a significant other, sit down and paint a picture of what your life looks like. What does the house look like? What does the cars look like? What does our lifestyle looks like? Do we want to be strapped to a job making ends meet to pay for what we have? Or do we want a less complicated life to where it doesn't take as much money and we can save more money? Where does the stress points in our life want to be? We have to choose those, right? So maybe a downsizing is, is where it needs to be. People are afraid. They're like, well, I can't, I can't do this because I've got this mortgage and I've got these car payments. And I'm like, well, who says you need all that? Who says you have to have this kind of size house with that kind of mortgage? And who says you have to have, you know, the, the $700 car payment, et cetera. You don't have to have all that. So you build your life for what you want. And then you go out and earn to, to support that life. Right. So really look at, really challenge yourself into thinking, Okay, what does my life look like? And then we build a plan around that. Okay, so getting in, you know, I don't want to say traditional 
financial advisories because they tell you just invest in a 401k. Their, their advice is going to be antiquated to, I don't know, a, a 1960s, you know, your grandparents, you know, get a job, work for 30 years, invest in your 401k and, and, and then move it to a Roth IRA. And then maybe, and then by the time you get social security at 65, you'll have millions of dollars in the bank. And I'm like, well, who gives a fuck what happens when I'm 65? Like I'm, I'm ready to live now. Right. Mario. It's like, it's time to, it's time to have some fun now. Right. It's time you know to make I mean? some money. And it's time now. to make some money now. Um, so I'm not an advocate for all of that. I am an advocate for getting out of debt and, and having a huge cash flow and then putting a bunch of cash in the bank. That's what I'm an advocate for. Your retirement plan is what you're doing now. Um, so anyways, uh, looking at your VA benefits, right? Not letting that slide. And if you don't get with a uh, with an advisor, um, I'm going to throw her out there. Her name's Amy Falkler. She's in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. She's the one who helped me. Great attorney. For fighting the VA to get get what you get what you need, um, and then really analyze, and it goes back to that, like looking at you know post 9-11 GI Bill or GI Bill whatever they're looking at, and then really just maximizing all of your available resources, right? Um, and then earning some freaking money, man. Go out there and earn some damn money. Um, don't sell yourself short, which we'll get into that in a second. So redefining your, this two, second thing is redefining your identity and purpose. You know, one of the biggest things that military guys have a problem with is it, you know, it's, it's not, you know, especially with like being in the Marine Corps, it's not just what you did, it's who you are. Like being a Marine is who you are. Being a Marine, a recon Marine was who I was. Being a Marine Raider was who I was. It's how I thought. It's how I looked at life. It's the neighborhood I lived in, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if you're not that thing, then what are you? And I think that's where a lot of veterans struggle. They're like, well, I'm a veteran. Well, you know, people say they care to a point, but, you know, you hit that drum enough and you're like the bro veteran guy, um, which people have, you know, said that, you know, have said that, oh, Nick's just a bro veteran. I'm like, well, I don't know about that. I mean, I'm CEO of a couple seven-figure companies and a partner of several others. So if you want to call me that, sure. I think I'm just Nick, the businessman, but whatever. Um, but letting that identity, let, letting that be your identity only is only going to take you so far. You got to figure out who you are. And when I started figuring out who I was outside of the military, who Nick was as a father, as a husband, as a man, that's when really I found my footing. Um, and it wasn't attached to this, this thing that I did. Now I don't really have any emotional attachment or identity to anything that I do other than um, what my personal mission statement is. And that took me a long time to figure out. But I, I, in 2018, I wasn't even doing it. I figured out through this book called Where Will You Be in Five Years? Don't worry, it's not a very complicated book. More like a children's book, but for us adults. Um, or I'd say men. <laughs> it's a children's book for men. Um, but through that book, I learned that my mission my personal mission in life was to inspire, educate, and motiv motivate others to live a more healthier and successful life. And I, I came to that in 2018 going, what the fuck? Like, I'm not even doing any of that. I'm doing all kinds of other things. And here I am, fast forward to 2023. That's exactly what I do every day. Um, so having that power of understanding what your vision is, what your purpose is, is going to drive what your identity is. And 
I highly suggest letting go of what you think, letting go of the old, and creating something new. Um, so spend time reflecting on your personal goals, your passions, your strengths, because, and then lean into them because they will serve you well. So identity and purpose, letting go of the old, letting go of the tough guy mentality. Like, here's the deal, guys. This whole tough guy routine, like, I'm a veteran. I can kick everybody's ass. Okay, cool. But it doesn't really serve you. You've done the tough guy stuff. You did it. You got your check in the box. You don't have to prove that to anybody other than yourself anymore moving forward. So the, the, the intent is now is how much can you grow as a human being internally? Your knowledge, your understanding, your perspective. I challenge you to push into, to lean into that. And then the biggest thing, man, I'll tell you what, a limiting belief that I had, I'll tell you right now, and I've talked about this in the podcast before, is I was like, you know what? I can be successful. I can be just as successful as Mario. I just have to work 10 times harder than Mario. Now, I do work 10 times harder than Mario. Hey, no. Um, maybe not 10 times. Um, but the reality is I was... I was manifesting my own reality, thinking that I could achieve the same level of success that one of my friends had. I just had to work 10 times harder for it. By doing so, I manifested my own reality. I manifested that hardship in my life. Um, and on, on top of that, when I got out, I was like, well, I'm a Marine Raider, so I have to do training and consulting. A lot of you guys followed me for a long time. Remember my first business and remember I was into that. But honestly, I, I did that because I thought that's all I had, you know, on the table. It was the only, only thing I had to offer, um, and it was so far from the truth. So don't 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 count yourself out. I, I have a I have a huge passion and belief. That veterans have an aptitude for learning, like no other. They have a, an, an insane amount of work ethic when they get out of their own way, right? When they when they become fit and healthy and they maintain a level of discipline. We are we have this an amazing aptitude for learning. We have um we have an, an absolute insane worth work ethic because we can do that. So just because you were a, a, an infantryman in the Marine Corps or the Army or whatever doesn't mean that's all that you can do is be a security guard. Like you you understood how to lead teams. You, learned, you understood how to be accountable for millions of dollars of equipment. You understood how to plan. Like a, a military guy coming out and being a project manager for an, an industry is, is a clear-cut decision. So don't limit yourself in what your skills are. Sell the, sell, sell the shit out of yourself. And, you, you know, and I'll touch on this aspect as well. There's a big thing, you know, military coming out being like, well, be your, be a quiet professional, especially in my arena. Be a quiet professional, you know. So, like, all these different special operations branches, mainly MARSOC, was like, you know, you're not special. Be a quiet. Be a quiet professional. Let your actions speak over your words. Meanwhile, Navy SEALs and everybody else were, like, banging their chest. Like, how do you know somebody's a Navy SEAL? Well, before you met him, he told you ten times. <laughs> but here's the deal. You're not going to be a doctor or a lawyer for 15 years. And then at 15 years, when you wrap up that career, they're not going to tell you, hey, don't talk about what you did as a doctor or a lawyer. Don't put that on your resume. Um, 
and, uh, and don't share that. Just be a quiet professional. No, man, that's all you have. If you spent 10 years in the military from the 18 to 28 or 12 years, 18 to 30, 30 years old, that's your resume. Talk about it. Use it. No one gives a shit. That's the reality, man. You know, the only thing that you're doing is selling yourself short. You're limiting your belief in yourself that you can be something greater than what you were. So sell yourself, man. I remember, I remember uh, my first training business, we lost a, we lost a bid to film, to be the onset advisory for Marine three. Did I tell you this Mario? No, you never told me no. that. So we lost, we lost the bid for Marine three. It was shooting in Vancouver. I had a, I had a team of me another Marine Raider, a recon Marine and a green beret. So we were stacked. We were super stacked. And, um, but we didn't, I was just fresh out. So I was like really being the whole quiet professional and following the rules that they told me to follow. And, uh, we lost the bid to a former coast guard airsoft tactics instructor. And if you read this guy's bio, holy shit, you thought he was like SEAL Team fucking six, <laughs> Delta Force, Chuck Norris, Van Damme, badass. Like he was, I th you would think that he was like one of the members of the Expendables. Like he was on the, the set for the Expendables as one of the team guys. He really, really sold himself. Oh, he sold the shit himself and we undersold ourselves. And the reality is the, the guy, and you know what, you know, whatever. He might have done really well. Um, I think that movie was shit. So it was probably, I, I'll blame it on him. Um, who knows, who knows what happened, but the reality is we actually had combat experience. We had tactics. We had, we understood the gear. We understood the tactics. We understood, we understood everything that was going to take place. Um, and we could have made that look very authentic. Uh, and we underpriced ourselves. So we, we should have won by that, but because he sold himself as what he was, instead of hiring actual Marines to do that job for Marine three, they hired a coast guard, a coast guard airsoft tactics instructor um, because he sold himself and we did not. So that was a lesson to, to myself then. Uh, and it's, it's still a lesson. And let that be a lesson to you, to you as well. Sell the shit out of yourself. So guys, if you're getting out of the military, like sit down, plan your finances, not just, not just to what you have now, but what you want, what is the vision for the future? That's what really, really matters. Um, Challenge your identity and purpose. Get into some books. Get into some some education, and not the not the stuff the military is providing. Go outside of that. You're entering into the civilian world where you need to lean into the people that are on the outside, not the the taps and tamps or whatever the hell they're calling it now, like the garbage ass you know course, the one week course they give you before you before you exit. That ain't gonna do it for you. Get in some courses that are outside of the military. Meet some people. Your net, your network is your net worth. That's how you're going to get things done. Um, build some bridges and then enjoy life, man. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Plan. Work hard. Message me. Get in the agogi. Shit. We'll, we'll, I'll help you crush it. But uh, yeah, links below. Join the agogi. We can help you there too. Buy my book, Excommunicated Warrior. That will help you a ton as well. And uh, you guys know the deal. Give this thing a thumbs up. Share this with a veteran who's about to exit. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Peace.